Hello family, welcome back to a brand new episode of All The Things We See podcast. I am your host Udeme Asian, the self-acclaimed gist expert. So in every episode, expect a little bit or a lot of gist. Do not forget to follow the podcast on Instagram at All The Tea We See podcast. And if at any point during this episode you want to have a conversation with me, feel free to send an email to hello at all the things we see podcast.com. Enjoy the conversation. Today, I'm going to talk about family. And I know this is one of the most talked about things currently. Because everybody is so, ooh, COVID-19 made me realize how much family and friends are important. Ooh, my family is my life. Ooh, this and that. I Honestly... <laughs> I might sound like a hater, but I'm I'm really not, and I love my family. But at the same time, I cannot help but think how many dysfunctional families that we have in Nigeria. The things that we see as normal and, you know, normal, basically, are really not the healthiest. And I cannot help but think how much growing up in my family and having the um perceptions and living in the environment that I lived in with my family has impacted the person that I am today. So we are going to break it down. So I'm going to give you guys a little bit of a backstory so that you can follow along. Okay? Okay. <laughs> Alright. So I am I was born as an only child. I was an only child for a long time. To a large extent I still consider myself an only child because I you know it's interesting because when you think of only um, I say I want to say only children. My goodness, English, do not fail me today. But whenever you think of you know children who grew up alone, you think of like over pampered children, like they have everything they need at their back and call. I never had that life, or at least in retrospect, you know, I I was one of those people who grew up thinking. Or maybe I didn't think it, but other people thought that I, I was one of those people that grew up with a silver spoon in my mouth. Then you you get into the world and realize that your silver spoon might just be a rubber spoon. Do you understand? So it's, it's not up to par. Not that I had like a terrible childhood or like my childhood was, I was poor or broke or anything and I could not afford necessities. Not at all. In fact, to a large extent, in the community that I lived in, I lived a considerably rich lifestyle so to speak in a sense of it so i was an only child for a long time but i never had the privileges of an only child you know having your bedroom to yourself having your own space and all of that and i grew up in a household where my mom was like she still is like a mother christmas so everybody with their sorrows and their woes where do they come to Hagar Asian's house and my mom is one of those people who will be like, okay, um, vacate your room, stay, like sleep in the parlor for now, you know, sacrifice. She taught us a lot of that. Ah, God bless her. I did not take her, I did not take out her heart at all. <laughs> but yeah, you know, you leave your room for the visitor to be comfortable and sleeping. You would, you know, so many sacrifices. And I think that's one of the reasons why I'm so desperate like to live alone because I, I feel like I was robbed of... An opportunity to to 
enjoy privacy for myself. So and now I crave it with everything in me. Do you understand? And that is one way that my family and childhood has impacted my life. The desperate need for privacy. I like now I enter my family gathering. It must not last for too long. And but I'm what I mean by too long. Two days stop. I am done with this. Like great, we've laughed and we kick it and we've remembered all the memorables. <laughs> I say memorables, all the memories. And it's funny and it's fun. Oh, I love my family and it's great. And then I just want everybody to go into their corners and let me be. But when you grow up in a family where everybody is in the, in such a small space, there's a lot of people in such a small space. It is hard. You cannot have a, you cannot have a moment's breath. Sometimes all that I want to just do is lie down on my bed and listen to music. A child running. <laughs> Someone is crying. It, it's it's a mess, and I am not a fan. It's one thing if oh we live in such a big space where everybody has their room and it's uh, majestic. Nope, it's not like that. So I think one of that's one way that my family has impacted my life for life because i don't think at this point there's going to be any change i'm always going to want privacy i'm always going to want like oh my own space do you understand no matter that's how i i i am right now the second thing (laughs) this almost feels like a rant but i promise you guys like i'm not saying this from a place of anger it's more i can't just help but see it every day it's almost like day by day it becomes even more glaring how much these things affect have affected my life <laughs> the second way that affected my life is the, in the way of feeling left out so because I, I was an only child and to every other person who was in the family i was perceived to be pampered so i think it created this kind of um um this need for others to want to keep me out of things do you understand that is how i felt so that now i'm talking about perception so i i always felt i not just feel it and i think it was there as well where everybody felt like oh like you cannot relate with our struggle so if they are complaining about i don't know working so much you know i cannot chip into the conversation because as far as they are concerned I am not working and I wasn't working. I can't even lie. You know? And when I mean working, I'm not referring to like oh working, going to work. I'm referring to like household chores, you understand? And oh, okay. Um on your bed they bought you a cat. My bed did not bought me. There was a lot of like comparison. And I just felt like growing up, it, it has made me extremely defensive. And I do not like that because anytime I go into a space now and I meet people, I am first of all inclined to be a people pleaser because I don't want to be excluded from things. So it takes a lot for me to talk myself into being comfortable with not being included in things. And it's funny because it's almost as though the more I craved to be part of, you know, the community or a group of people, the more it seemed as though I was set apart. I don't know how else to put it, but that is how I felt. I almost, like, it feels as though 
if I really, really want to oh, be part of the conversation, oh, it feels like nobody's listening. And then I want to raise my voice so that everybody can hear me and give me some attention. That is the, that's the word, attention. Because when I was young, when everybody was talking and giving their gist, everybody would listen and laugh and kick it. But if I wanted to give my gist, it's almost like, oh, like, what do you really want to say? And I want to raise my voice so that everybody else would listen. And it felt like, oh, everybody was talking at the same time. So nobody was listening to anybody. So I think that is the second way that my family and childhood has impacted my life. And one thing I would say that I love about my family, though, is that, especially for, like, the younger ones in the family and, like, when I mean younger was of course I include myself because I'm young. I think we are every day trying to unlearn things and you know relearn a better way of doing things. So when it comes to you know like for example I haven't lived with my sister for such a long time until 2018. I think I had stopped living with her since I entered unit lab 2011. So we had like seven years apart where all we did was talk on phone, gist, kiki, and everything, and then we. I came, it came to 20, no, not 20, 2019, which was eight years later. We came to live together and my goodness, it was turbulent until it was not turbulent because all of the impressions that we had of each other from living together was still there. And we interacted with each other as though we were still in those situations in those like environments that we were before even though we were not so it took a lot of time for us to after having each fight i'm the kind of person that oh for example if i was not in the wrong and my sister would apologize to me i would ask her but it's not about the apology because I, 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 it's not a big deal for me to forgive you Jonathan, it's not a big deal for me to let it go even without an apology is breaking it down to what was the cause of this because what i said was not anything that should have triggered you so why were you triggered to respond the way you responded and then it escalated and vice versa if i was the one who responded in a rather you know over whatever way so i we i came to see that most of these things were because of the perception that we have of each other from a long time from the way we grew up so she didn't she thought you know she 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 still sees herself the way she sees her she used to see herself back then entitled and you know that is how they perceived me back then but i did not even know that word when i was that age i just wanted to be included in everything and i saw her as though oh she's trying to exclude me from discussions and all of these things so let me just give her uh, do you understand and all of this beneath the fact that overall we don't play with each other like we love each other and it took a lot of discussion and communication for us to get to the point where we were like okay we need to we need to start on a whole fresh page but yeah i just like i have so much more to say but i do not want the episode to be long and i just find it interesting that sometimes we don't really think about the impact that our interactions with family not just oh, everybody that we meet in our environment but family in particular has on us you know the things that we consider to be healthy that are actually not healthy and we don't deal with them and then we carry it into 
you know, other relationships like with friends when you enter university. All of these things follow us for the rest of our lives until we begin to decide, begin, you know, to and decide that, okay, this needs to stop. But yes, I hope <laughs> that was a long, I feel like it was a long one, but it's just something I cannot help but think about. And I can't help also but think, uh, thinking um, to think about um family gatherings, how they are so much fun and amazing. I just, oh, it's like the best two days. Everybody just kicking, remember, remembering things and just laughing memories and oh, so much fun. I can't even, I can't even express it. But at the same time, it's like ah, uh, a, a push and pull. Like, what is it? Do we love each other? Or what? <laughs> but yeah, that's how I'm feeling. I I really want to know what your um family dynamics are. Like, were you an only child? Were you born with lots of siblings? Do you crave privacy as well? What is the the what is the greatest way that you feel that your family has your interactions with family has interact has affected you in your life as an adult like from when you were younger your childhood and not just in relation to like your environment generally but to family specifically so if you want to have a conversation with me i would like to read some of your thoughts on this so just send an email to hello at all the things we see.com i'll leave everything in the show notes or episode description and I believe I'll see you guys next week. Have a lovely, lovely weekend and bye. Hello family, I hope you enjoyed this episode of the podcast. If you did, do not forget to leave a rating on Apple Podcasts and a review as well. Also, do not forget to follow the podcast on Instagram at all the TVC podcast. And I truly, truly hope that you enjoy the rest of your weekend and have an amazing rest. 